Send the families back. Right. I'm not going to say that about Boston because I've never been. I've been to all these other places. I mean, I'm I've sure been to they're... Philadelphia, not mm-hmm. long. I've been to L.A., of course. Been to DC. Have very little in D.C. Mm-hmm. Very little. I've been to D.C. San Francisco. I've been to. Uh, that's it, though. I've been to Dallas, Fort Worth. Mm-hmm. Um, but Boston, truly, never been. Never. It's right here. You've Dying never, to go. You've never been. Dying to go. Love to I mean, go. I mean, it's a shithole. It's really not. It. You want to talk about liberal? It's the only. It's place... in the top ten of our places to listen to. Yeah, us. Okay, that's true. No, no, no. <laughs> so I, I, there aside are good from people our there. listeners. But you know obviously. what? You know what? You're smart. Because that's exactly what people from Boston would say. Yeah, exactly. It's a shithole. You're right. But it's exactly. a shithole. It's. I went to a wedding there a year and a half ago or two years ago, and it is the most liberal place outside of New York that I've ever been. Like I've been to San Francisco, and and the wedding was actually in Cambridge, um, and it was Cambridge was probably the like there were gay pride flags hanging from the churches like that's what that like that is how there was an anti-gay hate group that showed up and they had gay flags right it's, it's the, the Nazis they were carry, carry, carry carry rainbow flags like uh, and it was unbelievable to me how far left that town actually was i mean because it's harvard is there uh boston university mit and it is oh well that that, that alone man yeah I mean, the universities are the most liberal places on earth yeah you know? it's a university town and it is just concentrated concentrated far left like there are pro antifa like billboards up and shit like oh, stickers God. and everything and i gotta like, move on here yeah. i can't even hear this that's no, terribly it's, discouraging it's, it's, it's really it was really something but you know that it's one of the few states or a few cities where you could actually make a living doing comedy and never leave oh really and, and be a full-time comedian well, because, that doesn't do the road because of the college because it's college towns that's probably that probably has what to do with it i I'm don't sure. know but new york and in california i guess la because you can do there's a lot of clubs showbiz, i guess yeah maybe stuff. you get other stuff but yeah showbiz stuff yeah and only a handful of places and that was one of them chicago i know um a guy named Larry Reeb, Uncle Lair. People used to compare, compare me to him, actually, because mm. I was like a younger kind of a Uncle Lair type. Uh, he was a real creep. Oh, no. But funny as shit. Right. And he still looks the same as he did. When I was watching him in my fucking teens. Oh, shit. That's a tip from your Uncle Lair. He's <laughs> like, like uh, you ever go to Arby's? Give me a barbecue sandwich. You want barbecue? I said, I want to strangle you. A lot of jokes. Uh <laughs> And then, like, uh, I worked with him one time, and he was the coolest guy ever. Yeah. He's like, you want to go to the fair? I'm like, yeah, I'll go to the fair. They I went go- to the fair. You want to go to the pig races? <laughs> pig races? <laughs> they had pig races was- at the fucking fair. Oh, yeah, sure, I guess. But we didn't go to... Why what didn't we fair? go to the, the pig races? Where Ohio State Fair. Oh, shit. Oh, state fairs are fucking hilarious. Oh, it was pretty good. Have you been to the Texas State Fair? I live for it. Oh, my God. The butter, the giant butter sculpture, the bu- butter Elvis. <laughs> Have you seen the butter Elvis? No. Oh, my God. Butter uh, Elvis? Yeah, yeah, A giant sculpture, a butter sculpture of Elvis. It is. It was one of the greatest things I've ever seen in my life. You know where we have some great fans? Mm. Fucking Michigan. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, good. Great fans in Michigan. All of our fans are going to vote in 2020 because, you know... <laughs> Michigan's going to be kind only, of an all these swing place. states. Yeah, huh? and Michigan's <laughs> going to be just kind of important. So you guys, you know make what? Sure you're me, all registered and shit. And the thing that made me think of it, you were talking about that. Uh, what do you call it? Um, butter sculpture uh-huh. fair type stuff. Yeah, they yeah. have like a, a cherry blossom festival or something yeah, in one yes. of these towns in Michigan. Yeah, uh-huh. I'm trying to, remember. I, it doesn't spring to my mind. Now, 
just to round out the rest of the cities here while I have you listening, Chicago and Atlanta. Oh. Atlanta. Atlanta. I like Atlanta. Lived yeah. in Atlanta for a while. Oh, did you really? Did. I like Atlanta. Uh, outside Atlanta. Atlanta. I lived in the part that, uh, you know, like it's it's one of those. It's very dark. It's kind of a they dark. They call it a chocolate kind of a, city. Yeah, I was going to say, it's kind of a dark place. It's just, you know, the observation I made. <laughs> if you compare it to chocolate, it's okay. <laughs> it's, in my reasoning, yeah. it's dark, it's like, ooh. Mm. <laughs> like it's. Uh, dark chocolate is delicious. It's, it is. It is. Have you ever had sex with a black person? I have. I have too. Yeah. How could I possibly How could be you? racist? <laughs> exactly. I've done that. Yeah. Uh, on purpose. Not. Yeah. It was sober. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I mean, I I hate that anybody think. I don't think that anybody. They may think it. I mean, but racism. I've never really felt like compelled to make a to mount a huge defense on it or anything. Yeah. No. But like, it's silly. Everybody says that like it's nothing. Right. That's a huge insult. Right. It is. It's a huge thing to say. Fortunately, it's lost so much of its meaning. <laughs> right. There's nothing left of it anymore. Because you call everything Everybody. racist, yeah. you assholes. Yeah. But don't put it on my fucking yeah. iTunes, man. Yeah, like, I, and so, and if you like the show, whatever. I'm not. I'm not making a. I don't. I know this is like a big deal we've been making here, but yeah, that that helps. Share the show. All the things normally, you know, the Patreon. Thank you, thanks, patrons. But like those star reviews, and like just, just say the people who think this show is racist are fucking idiots. Yes, say that. I'm the least racist person. I have black friends. All, I, this, all this shit, you know. <laughs> say all, uh, if you're black, mention that. You know, like right. I'm black. I like the show. So if you're one of the Central Park Five <laughs> and you enjoy this show, well, it could happen, right? R. Kelly's uh, Van Man groupies defense. Have you heard this? I know. I know he's in deep shit now. Trying out a Diamond Dave defense, which I don't even know what that is. Diamond Dave? Lawyers for the embattled singer claim. David Lee Roth? That's who I was heard of as Diamond Dave. Singer claiming a new court filing that their client's sex accusers in New York are simply suffering from groupie remorse. What? And Wait, even, did David Lee Roth say that? Is that a th- is that a thing that David Lee Roth made up? Well, Movie remorse? even used rock star David Lee oh, Roth there it is. Yeah. to defend the R&B star's alleged ah! misconduct. Ah! Uh, Brooklyn ah! prosecutors claim Kelly, who is accused of trafficking girls and young women for sex, used his concerts as a hunting ground mm. in order to trap victims. Well, that's called just like the sexy fans, bring them backstage. Right, yeah. Don't that's, bring back the ugly ones. No. That's. I feel like that's just the thing that happens. Spotters. Yeah, that's a horrible look, way to put. The, I mean, and it is groupie remorse. So far, I'm with them. Right. Okay. All right. But but I know R. Kelly, man. He yeah. Probably, there's there's he beat the shit out of Oprah's yeah, friend. Yeah. yeah. There's a little bit more to it than all than just that. But they. Uh, for, yeah, yeah. So for some of them, anyway. In order to trap victims, but in a filing, a defense attorney Douglas Anton, he tried to paint Kelly's behavior as industry accepted. Oh, it is. I mean, well, it's look. Not trying to paint it that way. Right. But it, yeah, in but general, in, it's... In, he, I, I, even beyond... It's it's not just accepted. It's a convention. Yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, it's been going on for, like, since the 50s. You ever heard least. of Led Zeppelin? Yeah, I mean, come on. Like, let's... Yeah. I mean, you think the Rolling Stones didn't do that shit, 15 too? 15-year-old fucking yeah. individuals being sexed up. Here's what I think actually happened. I think that R. Kelly probably did some really bad shit to, to, to some people. And then all... He tried of, to keep them, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You don't keep groupies. No, but then... All of the groupies who've ever been with him were probably like, oh, I, I can cash in on some of this shit. And now you have all the frivolous ones coming out of the woodwork. He, pro- I'm, I'm sure that 
R. Kelly's a bad dude that did some bad shit. Yes. 100% no doubt in my mind. Should answer that. for it. Yes. But, some but of these, with that has yeah. come some around the fringes exactly. that make it seem like a movement. Right. Same as Cosby. It's the same. It's the same thing with Cosby. That is true of Cosby. People don't want to ever hear anything in relation to Cosby that isn't just damning him right. to hell. Right. But it's right. true. Yeah. Read the descriptions. One of these days, I'm going to do it on the show. Mm-hmm. I'm going to read all the descriptions of everything, mm-hmm. and some of them don't even involve touching. Right. Okay. My, my some mother- of them involve an invitation. <laughs> no, I know. My mo- my mother thinks Cosby is 100 percent innocent. And when she 100 percent, 100 percent, she sees the Cosby thing, she's like, "This guy, this poor guy, got ri- got. He's getting the short end of the stick. This poor. I don't think they were in the Playboy Mansion. What do they expect to happen? Oh <laughs> it's like, mom. I love your mom. <laughs> I love I love that point of view, man. Oh, uh, we have to keep that. Yeah, I know. We have to keep that going yes, because I, no one is doing yeah, it. I know. I know. I do think though. <laughs> unfortunately, and this is what I tell her. I'm like, mom. I, I think some of this is on the up and up. I don't. I think he probably did some bad stuff somewhere. A couple of yeah, them. A couple of them are probably legit. I don't think so. It was the seventies. You don't understand what was going you on. You know what? Okay. The, it's the reverse of yeah. of because there's so many things you have to make decisions on. There's so many things that you have to just generalize and just go with your best instinct mm-hmm. on stuff. And so people go, okay, he's guilty. Fifty women he raped. Right. Because they know that nobody's going to research that exactly that much. Not right. enough to turn it over. Yes. Now, I did. I researched the 50 number, however many women he's supposed to have raped. Right. And they're not. Yes. It's like this guy, Talbert Swan, this fucking jackass, who talks on Twitter about how 22 women accuse him of rape. Right. And they say, like, no, no, they don't. Right. Yeah. They don't. Mm-hmm. But he can still say that. To me, that's a worse thing to say about a person than to say that they're stinky. Right. Or say that, yeah. or, you know what I mean? Or So, like, that's a bad thing. That's a serious it accusation. It's a very serious accusation. Absolutely. 100%. Unequivocally. 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 Why do I even try? <laughs> unequivocally. That word, that's not true. It is not, it's, yeah. it's, it is absolutely untrue. Right. So, with Cosby, mm-hmm. some of these women... Where um they're grifting they they they're trying to get yeah. so and, and it's all in the description isn't it because they say like oh he foisted marijuana on right. her yeah 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 suddenly yeah, yeah. she found his penis was stuffed in oh, her mouth oh my goodness how did all that happen suddenly stuffed in her mouth it's just it was powerless powerless passive oh my god right yeah because she's drugged up yeah on weed yep well in a minute she's out on stage yeah. And uh, wow, that was that was weird. That, so okay, you you fucking smoked a joint and blew a guy. Right, that's what happened. No shame. Right, that right, that's what happened. But that, yes, that you you got and you got an opportunity later in life to, to clean it, that up mm-hmm, somehow mm-hmm. and make you yourself get, a victim. Yeah, you make yourself a victim. Get a little bit of side, you know, get some money out of it, maybe. Maybe, but even without the money, there is still a motive. To, yes. I and mean, I'm sure that like whoever some approached notor- would say, notoriety. Yeah. "Will there be a class action?" Some people say. I don't know. We're not. It's not about that. It's about getting the truth out there about this guy. I mean, look, they get one of these. They get an agent, even if it's not a cl- comes a class action. They get one of these scandal agents. They go on. They get. They get paid for a few interviews, and it's you know it's a few grand more than they had when they started this thing. What's it cost you? This well, guy's nothing. going down anyway, yeah, exactly. right? So That's why exactly not? Right. And yeah. look, I don't think a lot of them were not in show business. So right. uh, which show business people? I'm so glad I left show business. <laughs> so glad. Yeah. By the way, uh, you know, even though I have left show business, occasionally what I like to do is sort of do a show businessy type thing. <laughs> Crackers Comedy Club, Indianapolis, oh. August 22nd through 24th. You'll get sick of hearing me say this before it's done. August 22nd through 24th, I will see you in 
Indianapolis, which, by the way, didn't make the list. Oh, no. Come well, on, Indy. Maybe uh, share it around a little bit out in the Midwest. It. Come on. I mean, like, I never call them flyover states. We would never say I call them like fly to states. Exactly. <laughs> fly to work. Indianapolis is a great little town. Yeah, it's 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 a lot of fun. There's a lot of great people there. Yeah. Indianapolis, I'll see you in a few weeks, mm-hmm. August 22 through 24. Now, it says Brooklyn prosecutors in this case with R. Kelly. No. I have to go on for the rest of this because it says they, uh, they claim Kelly, he's accused of trafficking girls and young women for sex, as I said, used his, con- uh, his concerts as a hunting grunt. That's really a grim way of saying that. Hunting grunt to trap victims. Now, sex trafficking would mean then that they took them against their will and right. fucked them. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, but in, in, you know, in the final... Like, he, let's, let's be real. He said it's industry accepted by bringing up David Lee Roth and this is the Diamond Dave defense, right. his tales of rock and roll excess. While I don't think I have ever before quoted Van Halen's singer, David <laughs> Lee Roth, in a legal writing, <sighs> I urge the court... To click this link for a very brief overview of the industry accepted, understood, and agreed upon by consent definition of the fan and celebrity groupie experience. Oh, God. Was it like a David Lee Roth YouTube video of him like explaining like... I don't know. Just I mean, fucking David Lee Roth in an interview being like, yeah, this chick is back there, right? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, wow. Yeah, I'm going to fuck all these girls. <laughs> They know it. They're lucky they're getting it. Yeah. You know what I mean? The groupie, if they get yes. to fuck the guy, they win. They could have cited that movie. Um, what was the groupie movie? 1976. No, no, no. no. With what? 1776. Oh, Mr. Adams, I no, think that you should no. write it. Shit. What was that movie with, with what's his... I'm, I'm no help at all whatsoever with this. <laughs> oh, God. It was a with, rock and roll Tim, movie of some sort. It was Spinal Tap. What was the groupie movie? Which Rob Reiner, by the way, follow him on Twitter for a fucking irritating boomer follow. Uh, oh, he's the worst, Rob he Reiner. He is the worst. He is the worst. He's the meatheadiest meathead. Yeah, no, I okay, know. Okay, Anton says in the court papers uh, all that stuff that I just said uh, by uh, you know trying to- uh, Almost famous. Almost famous. Oh yeah, it was a groupie movie. That was a good movie. That was a great groupie yeah. movie. Like they should they should cite almost famous. Uh, trying to uh, convince a Brooklyn judge to release uh, Kelly fifty two without bail. What did they? Uh, they want him released on his recognizance. Release on his own. They want him. They want him released on recognizance. Like Which, he's not uh, going anywhere. I mean, where's R. Kelly going at this point? I mean, they're going to know I mean, where he, he is could, anywhere in the world, right? I mean, the thing is that they might he they might pull an OJ. He could leave. He could leave. But uh, what are the crimes that he's being? I don't even know. Because I got sex trafficking. Sex trafficking. Yeah. Kidnapping, sex trafficking. We mentioned that we mentioned on the show tonight, but here it is in the uh, actual post: the Grammy Award-winning opera singer oh. allegedly attacked a woman on a subway platform, punched her in the ribs. Why would some guy punch? Just, just see, they, th- these things just are not angry. coming out of nowhere. Yeah, no, no, no. no. They There's... describe these situations like right. just well, random a, punch in the ribs, approached her and punched her. I don't yeah. think that There's, happened. There's another half to this. Yeah, something else happened. It's like that guy. The woman got kicked in the face on the subway. Uh huh. Turns out, well, she <laughs> actually. Had threatened to kill his whole family. Right. So <laughs> on the train, they're on the train. Threatened to kill his whole family. Right. He fucking went over there and beat the shit out of right. her. Shouldn't have. Probably no. You shouldn't do that. But but there's another not, side. Yeah. There there is more. But also more to it than simply a random attack. Because on that a woman. just makes you scratch your head and go for humanity today. Right. Exactly. And it doesn't make the story less interesting. No, not at all. If anything, it makes it 
more interesting or just as interesting. Textured and interesting. Sure. And, and yeah, to know that there's like, because really, then you've got an argument. Then you've got a conversation. Then right. you've got something to talk about. Yeah, but there's no conversation. Like, I, I don't know. If he would have threatened my family, if she would have, I would have kicked the fuck out of her too. Right. And then somebody goes, yeah, you never do that. Right. You never do that. Right. I mean, but that's the point is that they don't actually want the discussion anymore. No. They, they want the, the one side. Kick bad. Right. Yes. Woman woman kicked by man on Subway. <laughs> like, that's what they want. That's all they want. That's, that, that is the beginning and end of it. It's good and evil in a fucking yeah, situation. Exactly. I, I just don't like that. No. I don't like less information, addition by subtraction right. or whatever. That's right. not right. No, not at all. That, these are pertinent facts. Yeah. She, in a way, asked for it. She threatened to kill his family. I mean, there is a such thing as fighting words. And like, no, you know, there is. I mean, does that rise to it? No, probably not. You're on the subway. She does, She's not any valid It would if she was a dude. It, yeah. yeah. And no. that's where it gets into something thorny. They don't want to talk about that. Right. Because you can, they can't have a law where you assess somebody mm -hmm. and determine that they are healthy and strong enough to beat yes, up. To be, yes. Yeah, no, it's true. It is. It's true. Because it's way too subjective. You're opening the door. I mean, you know, and it's like it's like you probably shouldn't if some if somebody is not an obvious bodily threat to you, you probably shouldn't hit them. But it is not just as simple as hitting somebody randomly for absolutely no reason. Which, yeah, because that's misleading. Cause that's, yeah, because that's completely misleading. Yeah. Yeah. Well, apparently, a death plunge, uh, oh, a death plunge. after a little rooftop bar. Victim, he had a drink and then jumped. Whoa! His final drink and then jumped. Al clearly, alcohol is to blame. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, the man who plunged to his death from a midtown rooftop was 21-year-old former Upper West Side resident. Former? Well, he doesn't live there anymore, <laughs> that's for sure. Henry Kaufman. Where Where was this? He had the drink. It was in Midtown. It was in Midtown and where, where was the bar? Henry's Rooftop Bar at the Roger Smith Hotel. Oh, do you know where that is? I do. Where? The Roger Smith is in the 60s? Okay, but you, yeah, you know it by. Yeah, I mean, I know because I, I, yeah, because I've, I, I mean, I've never been there, but I've driven past it, and I know the place. It's actually supposed to be a pretty nice place. Yeah, pretty good place to jump off of. I hear. I mean, yeah, I hear it's effective for that. I mean, because we had this across the street. We have the rooftop bar right across the street that somebody fell off of. Remember, or somebody jumped. They Remember fell. That? They fell or well, jumped. It's what was it? difficult to fall off. Yeah, a roof. It's, he got a real. <laughs> really, at least kind of beach. <laughs> thinking maybe this so, could happen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, you know, when you tell these stories, I know that there's only one thing people want to know. Yeah. And the answer is 16th floor. Oh. Okay. 16th floor ledge. They want to know how high, of course. Right. Took the fatal fall. Because if it's five floors, you go, maybe he was running away from somebody. Yeah. There's so many taller buildings. Why not? He was pronounced dead on arrival. That means they scooped him up with a fucking broom and dustpan. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he lived on the Upper West Side. Then they got his picture and everything. That's weird. They don't usually they don't go to usually this much trouble. That. Yeah. Maybe his family's got money or so. Well, Upper West Side is where he lived. Very posh. His family moved to Connecticut in 2016. Maybe they're to blame. Uh, well, I mean... Here we are having laughs at the expense of this really, dead person. I, I feel a new review coming on. <laughs> I, I, I listened for 55 minutes. <laughs> Everything was fine. <laughs> then, starts talking about Mr. Kaufman. Killed himself, making fun of suicide. Have you ever heard of such a thing? A man is so down, he kills himself. Talk about kicking him while they're down and victim blaming and everything. It's disgusting. Oh, I'm going to have to change some of this. <laughs> he, he, I'm surprised that he did. Uh, I'm surprised that he did that there. <laughs> there or he probably in had general? A, a different place. Maybe he liked. Yeah. He was quiet. 
Yeah. Not that he was antisocial, but uh, what we saw that that wasn't his. From what we saw, that wasn't his his scene. He said, "Like rooftop bar is not his style." Is what he was saying. Okay, so well, if you're going to kill yourself, that's what you got to do, though. That's yeah, re- so you got to go to a roof. You got to get to a rooftop somehow. Yeah, and, and it's probably hard to get to the roof of a building if that there's not a bar. a bar. Right. He probably so, yeah. lived on a, in a low rise on the west side, so like there wasn't a rooftop. It's not like, his style. He normally wouldn't go there. Then again, he wouldn't normally jump off a building. Yeah. Either. Have you ever known him to jump off buildings? Because nah, that's, that's not. Come really- to think of it, <laughs> <laughs> he never did. Huh. Not his scene. He was always respectful. Growing up with his two siblings and the boy, this is a lot of fun. Seriously, and yeah, it's, they did a lot of research on the, into this one. And this is not a Sunday paper. This isn't the lifestyle section right, or the yeah, they, suicide styles. Yeah, he used to play basketball with his brother. There must be. A, I'm, I'm the reason I'm still reading. I want to see if there's some answer to why this should matter. Right. He attended Fordham. Okay, his life is a lifelong like, New Yorker, basically. Work for Goldman Sachs or anything Can't like. Those are the people who usually get this kind of treatment. <laughs> Another worker in his former uh, in his former residence said that Coffin was bookish in his teenage years. The uh, kid was smart. He was like a nerd. He was uh, he he wasn't hyper or nothing. Okay, like that. Two hyper people. Handyman Usual. Victor Bruno told the post. Okay, he um, wasn't uh, hyper or nothing like that. But you know, he's a he was a nerd. Kid was a reader. It was like I said. Hey, we got a reader here. <laughs> Dork. He won't be reading no more, ah, will he? Fucking nerd. Go no. kill yourself, nerd. <laughs> Go ahead. That's what I used to say to him in the hallway. Ah, look at the fucking nerd. Go jump off a roof. Here's the other part. This is <laughs> a suicide obituary. Right, and they tell saying what a nerd he is. There's a picture. Yeah. He is a nerd. Yeah. And but the authors, there's four Four people wrote this fight. Three. They, okay, somebody three. at the New York Post must know him. This Israel, must be- Salas Rodriguez, Stephanie Pagones, and Jackie Salo wrote this. Somebody, three somebody, people to write this. Somebody at the Post knew him. This is this is a guy that somebody at least knew hmm. that they that they wrote because st- there was no way in on God's green earth anybody would be interested in all of that unless he was a a. No, I'm not saying he's famous or anything, but somebody he he was like roommates with somebody at the post at some point. Yeah, that must be it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you got friends in high places. Went to school, journalism. Yeah, journalism. Abusive jailer is jailed. Yeah, that's right. Oh, Former horse cock? Jailer, horse cock is jailed. Twenty five years he's getting. Yeah, as we discussed on yeah. Crime Report. That's a hell of a story too. Yeah, yeah federal judge uh, Kayo. Katamoto, thank you so much for coming forward and speaking your truth. That's what got, oh, me, got me off on the whole yeah, what truth. The your truth. Owning thing. the truth. Yeah, no, no, no. That anytime you put a your into into truth, it, my truth, your truth. That's You got to tune that out right she away. She spoke her truth. No, no. What do you mean her truth? It's, 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 it's hers, belongs to her. And then, I, of course, I have to repeat this joke. I don't care. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, like, to me, it's, it's to say... The startling thing is how quickly they come off their truth when it matters. <laughs> like she's like, do we have enough gas to make it? Because my truth, sa- my truth says there's plenty. Yeah, <laughs> even though it's on E, my truth says we have a full tank. And then you wind up right, on, the, on side the side of the, of the road. yeah, going, oh, I guess my truth was off. The doctor says it's stage four. My truth says that I'm free. Yes. 
You know what? Here's the thing. Here's the, <laughs> your truth. There would used to be a word for that. It's called an opinion. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> uh, remember, it seems like we use when we were younger. Now you're younger than me, but at some time we would say, "Hey, uh, we'd fight about shit," and when we had a definitive answer, we'd go that with it. it. That was the end. We wouldn't deny it and go, "No, my," tr- but that's not my truth. Uh, yes, my truth says the world's fattest man is not Robert Earl Hughes or whoever the fuck it was forever <laughs> in the Guinness Book of World right. Records. That's probably been exceeded by now. Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever watch my 600 pound life? <laughs> I feel like they exceeded on like a, every week. They there's some other giant fucking he was fat, a heavy motherfucker. Horrible. Mm. I mean, no, there are people on there that are that are how how heavy was he? They're like was my 600 pound life. He, oh, to be 600 to be pounds again. 600 pounds again. How was he? Was he like 1,200 pounds? I thought he was 12. I think he pounds. got to 1,200. That and guy. I remember they said they had to bury him in a piano yeah, case. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah. That piano was the, case. Uh, not a piano case. Why do you need a piano case yeah, yeah, to yeah. carry around a piano? You need a nice case a for your crate, piano. A piano crate. So when they ship a piano. But they called it a case. A case. It's not a case. It's a crate. A shipping A shipping container. That's what they buried him they, in a shipping container? Yeah, they buried him in a shipping container They for said a piano. case to make it sound nicer. To make nicer. it sound nicer. Yes. <laughs> it sounds like more elegant. An enormous pine box. Right. It sounds elegant when you say a piano case. Oh, that's, you know, it has, it has, a, it has some poetry like to it. piano case. It yeah. was five pallets <laughs> that we right, exactly. kind of put in. It was, <laughs> it's a giant fucking it's box. It's not secure. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're over time. Oh. Hey, man. Dude, thank you so much. Yes, sir. For hanging out. And and like I said, uh, obviously, you're not going to be in Indianapolis with no. me. But that's August 22nd through 24th. Thank you one more time. Thomas Palladino. Yes, sir. Thank you for listening to New York City Crime Report.